DJ Thomas, and you're listening to Frequency Interrupted. What's up, fellas? How are y'all? Hey, hey, what's happening? So look, we're back. Tequila Talk, special holiday edition. Um, it's hot as hell outside, and we're in December. <laughs> we're about to drink some tequila. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So um, look, it's been, what, two months since we did this last time? We had that really nice signature bottle on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what? I have... I have learned more in the last two months by doing research on lots of different ones because we knew we were going to do this again. So I was like, okay, let me try. Let me look at this brand. Let me look at that brand. And and, and I even joined a couple groups, you know, like yeah. Facebook groups, stuff like that. But I'm going to tell you this. Whenever somebody asks, how is this tequila? Okay. Yeah. That's like asking somebody, is this band any good? Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't know. What kind of music do you like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if all you listen to is like Tejano and it's Snoop Dogg, it may not be your t- your cup of tea. Yeah. So a lot of times when people, I see people ask, oh, you know, hey, how's this How's this tequila? And people will respond, oh, that's junk or that's crap. Leave it on. And I'm like, try it. See if you like. I mean, you know, and so for me, for somebody to say uh, rec- to recommend tequila or not recommend tequila, a lot of it depends on what do they like. Yeah, it's all personal preferences. People, people's palates are all different. Yeah, something that I enjoy might not necessarily be something that you're going to enjoy. Also, yeah. well, you we know brought this up too so many times, and, and like for the people that are listening or watching who aren't, you know, the, the avid tequila drinker like we are, yeah, <laughs> they're always gonna they're always gonna you know turn their nose up to anything you know unless it's in a margarita or if it's, or if it's a Patron shot. You know right, what I mean? Right. So it, yeah. it, makes exactly. it, it makes it hard anyways. I saw, and that's one thing, I saw somebody ask about what's a good price for tears? And people were like, oh, you know, this and that. And I said, you know what? Whatever you paid for it. Yeah. And honestly, whatever you paid for it, and it's not a discount tequila. So don't try to find it yeah. at a discount. You know, it's like, oh, you know what? I want to drive this, you know, this Ferrari, but I really only want to pay, you know, Mercedes price for it. Well, guess what? It's not going to be a very good Ferrari no, no. <laughs> because it's probably got a, a wrecked title and well, everything. We had, we had that one, uh, that one really uh, it was an eighteen hundred Anejo on last mm-hmm. time, and it was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? But yeah. it was like eighty dollar bottle, you know. So you you never know what you're going to get. So, uh, so I don't know. What do you guys? What did you bring? Let's talk. Let's talk about right, what we brought. So, okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So um, I had this Arret, this tequila. This is a Reposado, and then. Um, this this is not this is probably mid level. Um, it's like a forty dollar bottle. Um, I don't know anything about it at all. I've been seeing it on a shelf. Uh, a friend of ours um, at Corsica's had this, so I grabbed it from him. And then you're gonna have to pronounce this the right way here because I can't. But this is the this is the high end Aneo. It's a Sol y Luna, so Sun and Moon, Leyenda de Mexico. Yeah. Leyenda de Mexico, Legend of Mexico. Okay. There you go. I love the bottle though, yeah. man. This, yeah. this bottle is beautiful and it's heavy too. Yeah. So, oh, it's so nice. So that's what I got, man. What do you guys got? Uh, well, I'm going to save him for last because he always seems to be the bring the best stuff. <laughs> but I brought this uh, um, uh, La Gritonia, and my bo- my daughter gave me this bottle, and I love it because uh, first of all, it's a hand blown glass. It's got that old school, you know, um, uh, swing top. Yeah, whiskey, you know, that old uh, uh, moonshine type thing. Um, they they make their own bottles. It's a woman-owned tequila distillery. Wow. And I don't know a lot of women-owned anything in Mexico. Um, and it's a really neat item, and I've done a little research on it. But again, I did research, and then people say, oh, it tastes this or tastes that. So I'm like, well, I'll figure out how I like it. And then... Um, I got this El Tesoro Extra Añejo, um, which I know this one is aged in whiskey, 
barrels, uh, primarily of Jack Daniels barrels. Okay. And this is bourbon. So I'm not sure which bourbon it is, but this is the extra Añejo. And from what I'm understanding, this is actually really, really good stuff. So we'll see how that comes out. I'm excited about that one for sure. So I just have the uh, the Artenom Selection 1414. And this is just a, a Reposado tequila that I actually picked up here in town. Uh, super excited to try this. I've heard great stuff about mm -hmm. this whole line. And then we have the, the Clase Azul, which is getting a lot of hype right now. And I, I, I don't know what it is uh, about the brand. Uh, I guess it's the, like, I think every bottle is hand-drawn. Mm -hmm. So all that kind of stuff. I think they, they actually just launched a Mezcal brand also. Mm. So there's a lot of hype behind the name, so we're going to see what, what it's about. Hell yeah. All right. Sounds good. Well, look, uh, let's, uh, I know I have probably one of the cheapest bottles, so let's start with that one. <laughs> let's start with this one, man. Jose, do you got a cup of yeah, it? Yeah, yes. yeah. Nice. Of course you do. And this is a Reposado? It's a Reposado. It's the only Reposado on this episode. I apologize. I didn't get oh, to this is a Reposado oh, also. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And this is a Reposado, actually. Okay. Yes, yeah. I don't I don't think you could find the Inye or... I haven't seen... I if you I can haven't. find it, I can't afford it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. Oof. That's got some heat. Yeah. Oof. It's hot on the front and the back. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And on the nose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's very peppery. Very peppery. Hmm. I don't know. Well, here's we're the deal. Gonna, okay. All right. Here's a question I have, too. When we, when we try these... I would like to to fictionalize where you would be and what you'd be doing in order to want to enjoy this type the type of tequila of each one is and at least for me this is one of those ones where I maybe have some friends over and I don't want to give them the really good stuff yeah um, I say I want to mix it in you know yeah, yeah I was thinking like, right off the bat like that's a mixing yeah tequila even if it's just did, a, yeah. even if it's just a seltzer or just you know some kind of soda water even you know. On ice, I bet on ice it's actually pretty good, and then once the ice melts a little bit, it probably you yeah. know, narrows that that down. But it's got it's got some punch. It's got some heat. It does. I mean, it's smooth though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's got a that color. It's clean. Yeah, it's. I'm not sure what kind of bottles or what kind of barrels it was aged. They might they might have just been um, charred bottle and charred charred barrels, but I really can't taste any. Any type of flavor of, yeah. and again, it's sometimes it's that heat still yeah, that yeah. kind of doesn't let yeah. you discern yeah. what those and flavors it are. It lingers. Yeah, yeah, it lingers yeah. a lot. Yeah, I still got it. Yeah, it's still feeling my throat. <laughs> but yes, I would definitely mix that with something. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm doing like a Paloma or something. Yeah, I think, I think that'd that, be that would perfect. be actually. That's a good point. That's a good for Paloma right there because I, I hate mixing a reposado with a. Uh, for margaritas, like yeah, that. yeah, like yeah, silver, yeah, man, yeah exactly. You know, you're gonna dilute the entire flavor, of right? The right. Anyways, you're like, you're so. not tasting. You're no. the tequila is just a addition at that point. It's yeah, not yeah. A, a flavor yeah. enhancer of any sort or anything. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, it, it worked out. It's yeah. Okay. Sorry, right. it's not bad. All right, what we're we gonna do next, man? 
we're gonna let this one kind of ride. I don't think, yeah, we'll I don't think it's gonna get um, much hype to it. Let's uh, let's try let's do this one right here. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it like Gretonia. All right, and which one is this? This is the one that um the one that's made. Uh, there's a woman owned. Right, These are, right. They're aged in whiskey. Whiskey barrels. I'm looking forward to that one. Is that a reposado or just uh yeah. okay? Yeah. No, I'm not sure how much you guys want, so I don't want to let <laughs> I'm pouring like I'm pouring for me. Okay. That's about as clear as the other one. Yeah. It's got a different smell. Much easier on the nose for oh, sure. Yeah. Softer. Oh yeah, it's way softer. Pillowy. <laughs> it's much more pillow, yeah. It's, oh it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got lube in it. It's what it is. This one got coconut it, it, oil. It, it eases, yeah, it eases in there pretty well. Yeah. It's got a nice blend in the mouth. It doesn't go to any specific part. Yeah. Whereas, you know, that other one was stayed you know yeah. like, oh. I do love that bottle though like like I've always yes, said like the simplicity to certain things yeah and the name uh, so Lagritona means the yeller which doesn't the translation doesn't kind of make much sense right. but it's sort of like a, like if you have a a loud woman or a loud wife they call her like Lagritona so I don't know if this being like a <laughs> Well, it could like be a wi- like women owned yeah. like if they're like yeah like I'm, we're I'm, shouting like I'm, this I'm, is I'm us. a loud mouth so you know or just making a statement mm. on I hear I smell what the second second has a little bit more of the agave flavor yeah to me I taste it a little bit more yeah definitely get some agave in that mm-hmm. and I do like sweetness. that I prefer I prefer one that's that's very um, uh, I can taste the the green, or I, you know, I can taste the plant. I can taste the agave in it. I really right, appreciate right. that. And um, I actually took some of this to a party last week. Oh yeah, this is what we were drinking. That's what I was drinking. I put some on ice, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just it for me in that setting in that environment, just like socializing with people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too strong. Um, it wasn't uh, uh, you know uh, hard. To you know, I wasn't just in there shooting it. It was yeah. nice to sip. It was easy to sip. It was uh, it gave you a little warm feeling. Yeah, it was nice. it's and, you know, definitely for warm party, for sure. It was really good. That's a good point too, because multiple multiple people got to try it, and they were all like, mm, "That's good." You yeah. know, and these are people that aren't tequila drinkers mm-hmm. either. So, I mean, that gives you a little, you know, bit more to it is that if someone can try it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, okay." Yeah, that last part of it is, mm, that's got a nice you know. Where would you drink at? What's that? Where would you drink something like that? When? Where? Would if you had a bottle, if you had to choose off from a wall, where would you? When would you grab that bottle? I think, like you said, I think a social atmosphere is probably where you would enjoy something like yeah. that. And it's definitely a conversation starter. Yeah. Because that, I mean, just the bottle alone is like, dude, what is what is that? I mean, it's hand blown. You can still see the bubbles, the air bubbles inside the glass, you know. And so to me, that's just great. Yeah. You know, I love, I love craftsmanship and seeing stuff like that but um yeah that's really good yeah it's um no it's definitely smooth man i um it's good yeah <laughs> it is good it is good Except this last round right here. yeah yeah it's definitely smoother than the first one yeah, it's the still first one was, it's a little more balanced man, i knew than, the first one was gonna kick, i knew it was gonna be kind of ratchet <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but i mean you never know what you're gonna get no 
And also, I'm always open to trying any of them. Right, right, exactly. So I've been like, very surprised with a lot of cheaper silvers and reposados. Yeah. yeah. And then I bought, just like this one, I bought, like, you know, something supposed to be pretty good. Right. I tried, and I'm not been impressed. It happens well, that's to me a, to me, that's a Monday. That's a Monday afternoon tequila. Yeah. Because... You're not gonna sit. You're not gonna sit down for a couple hours and just sip and enjoy. You're like, look, I just need this. Let me get the shot down. Let me get. Let me yeah. get this. This out the way for a minute. You know. Let me just. You know. Enjoy this, and 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 move on from there. But uh, I want to say that they're actually a pretty big distillery, and there might be other brands under their umbrella that we probably know. Yeah. So I have to look into that. Yeah. I told myself I was gonna do more research on these. Um, before I come on, but once again, you know, I just like to kind of shoot it from the right, 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 <laughs> right, and then look, look to you know more. Like I mean, like we had the Tills of Lorna, or have you pronounce it? Yeah. Um, the last podcast, and then after we got into that, and we got contact by the actual distillers. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I was yeah. like, this is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah that and was I pretty started cool. looking yeah, into the brand, and, and you're looking behind it, and I think that that's uh, it's more fun and real to me is like we try these things we're not doing so much research on the front end right but after right. we know that we like them they were like okay let's do let's dive deep into them after you know we're invested a little bit right because you can kind of formulate your own opinion as opposed to someone making your opinion exactly for you. and mm-hmm. the thing is i think like if you do your research beforehand you start looking for those things yeah. they're like oh i get it and then you're just as opposed to you know you kind of test your palate too because you say hey uh, you know you know like we were talking about the type of barrels on certain things yeah. and then when you go do research it's like oh spot on that was yeah. a cognac barrel or whatever it yeah. was well yeah. and to me it's also interesting too because some of these reviews that i read i'll read the review and then i'll taste and say oh i taste a hint or something i'm like i don't taste any of that no, i mean what are no, you talking yeah, about yeah. You know? is that the same tequila yeah i, yeah, think. I think i don't i don't yeah i don't know if you're talking about the same one or not so uh, I think a, a lot of, of of people's palates, just like with food, you know, there's yeah. well, they change. You know, there used to be a lot of things I didn't like the flavor of, and now I love of the flavor of it. Yeah, you yeah. know, and so, um, but how people will rate the tequilas is really the only one that I've ever had that was really really good that I agreed with every review was that one that I brought that. Um, uh, uh, Volcan de Mitiera. Oh yeah, the first, uh, yeah, the, the Cristaliano, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was funny too because I even saw somebody review that, and and uh, somebody said, "Oh, what do you think of this?" And I was like, "I love it. It's exceptional." And somebody's like, "Well, you know, they go and then they reverse the color out, and which probably removes some of the flavor." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, you know, you're, 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 just yeah. I mean, the one fuck up in that whole thing is probably it probably you know reduces some flavor. Like, yeah, that means you have no idea what you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, so did you taste it? And yeah. they're like, "Well, why bother doing that if yeah. you're gonna?" Like, oh man. Well, you also get these people that just they want to hate just to hate and it's just like and it's we shouldn't hate i mean this alcohols i mean i understand some people are certain you know music again obviously but to to be when somebody's trying to learn about something it's like yelling at a child who doesn't know how to read yeah you know and telling what are you stupid well no i don't know you know and to tell any human or any, any any other person that uh, who's trying to learn something uh, that they're unknowledgeable. Yeah, I know I'm unknowledgeable, but to try to uh, bring them down or say, you know, you really have no business trying to do this because you don't. Everybody started somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Now, unless your mama put tequila in your in your in your bottle, which, as you know, sour as you are, maybe they did, but uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, so I think that's kind of a good thing about what we're doing here because we're just three regular guys. Yeah. That um, you know, like have become a fond of, of the tequila. So. Right, right. Yeah, it's not a, 
not looking for admiration on my tequila expertise, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but it's you know my what? opinion, you know, like yeah, and and you know, we might as well be the blockbuster uh, wall that said, you know, recommendations by the, the yeah, employees, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, bro, I don't want to watch Limitless again. Yeah. Oh shit! Right, I want to dive into this yeah, one. Yeah, let's, let's try that one. This is the uh, 1414. What's the story behind this one? Do you know anything? I don't know much about it. I just, I've been seeing, like, like you said, getting into these Facebook groups and all that kind yeah. of stuff. I think I've just been seeing it, like, pop around a lot more, this particular brand. Oof. I have seen it pop up more, too. And I guess this this brand, they carry, um, they carry a couple different lines. Yeah. You know? But I can't find this in Dallas. Really? Yeah, the only place I found this was um, at uh, Kingston. Mm-hmm. Kingston yes. Marketplace, the only yes. place I saw that. I couldn't find it. I even looked in Dallas. I couldn't find it. Let's see. And it's also become fun for every time I go someplace, I'll send you guys pictures of, you know, check yeah, this yeah. out. Yeah, you know, yeah, look yeah. at that. A... <laughs> well, I'm always looking for something unique now. Mm. It's like when you go to me, if you, now that we're doing this, we pay attention, you go somewhere, you realize that usually the options are limited. That is smooth. It's not as pillowy as no. this, but it's not bitter. It's not harsh. Yeah, it's got a, it's got some smoky on the front. Though, yeah, it's there. got mm-hmm. some oak. Mm-hmm. Some oak there. Yeah. Mm. I like Ooh, it though. And then it's got a sweet towards the end. Well, so this, yeah. yeah so the the one we just tried prior actually was a pillow on the front and kind of hit you at the end. This yeah. one's smooth all the way through. Yeah. But it's got that oak on it. It does. Yeah, you get just the oaky. Oakiness, smokiness, like right off the bat. Mm. It's so crazy, too, because, like, you look at something like vodka. It's really hard. Vodkas are either taste like shit or some of them are good. Yeah, like, yeah. there's not multiple different flavors of yeah. something. But it comes in the, a big plastic bottle. It's yeah, probably yeah, it tastes like rubbing alcohol. Yeah, exactly. But, like, with tequila, it's like every single bottle, no matter what brand it is, has a distinct different flavor to it. Mm-hmm. It does, it does, yeah. And you can just pick up different nuances in, in the tequila. And sometimes it's just like uh, where these distilleries are located, like the, the soil mm-hmm. that they have, you know, their processes in the distilling and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's cool to kind of just pick up the differences. Like, you know, they could be a distiller, two distilleries right next to each other, but the way one treats their soil and yeah. stuff have an impact on you know the flavor profile as opposed to their neighbors or whatever now i have bought a couple times i was in dallas i bought you know some like um don diego and some other brands and i'll have them at my house and i'm like i'll just try you know like i was gonna save it for tequila talk but that was three weeks away so i was like i'll just open up and give it a shot you know i'll try it out and and you know some of it ended up being really good some of it was kind of like meh but one thing I noticed too is even on the 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 lower end, I won't say lower end, but the 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 popular brands like the Hornitos, you know, yeah, five five I don't say shots, but five you know servings of it. Some even the the um, Sam's Club brand was better as far as um, how my body handled it. How you know it's kind of like the Hornitos really wasn't. It would. It was like this is. It, it tasted. It felt watered down from the get go yeah. in the bottle. Yeah. You know, and I was like, that this mass isn't production, man. Yeah, yeah and it was. Yeah. I don't know if it was a, a you know, sugar extra added sugars or what, but I mean, it wasn't very. It wasn't very good. Uh, and when I say very good, I mean by the results of you know 
it, yeah. it didn't have like this is warm. This is nice. This gives you a nice, yeah. you know. Well, I do ever, want everyone to know, too, who are listening or watching, that, you know, I have, you know, I'm big into the fitness side of shit, and there's absolutely no carbs in tequila. Yeah. <laughs> the only calories in tequila comes from actual alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like uh, when I shifted, to be honest, which is interesting, when I shifted to drinking tequila, it was be, it was a more of a health choice. And, of course, a healthier choice would be not drink any alcohol. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. But then, you know, yeah, then your mental health would suffer. And, so. Jose and those guys, because I, I, I respect and I know you guys love your beer, but I'm not a beer drinker. And I was, you know, trying to, I was trying to get away from bourbon because I was like, man, I feel like shit. My, yeah. my guts feel rotten the next day. You know, I'm trying to get a healthy lifestyle and like, well, what can I still drink and f- not feel like shit the next day, but also enjoy and that it's strong and I'm not having to drink a lot of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And um, that's when I, you know, went this way with tequila. Dude, I just yeah. love it. Man. It just. Speaking of beer, you guys have done a lot since the last time we met up. Tell us about some yeah. of the stuff that's happening with you, man. That stuff is stuff's going good, man. We're we're headed in the right direction right now. We're uh we're still pumping out very unique stuff. Uh, so we recently, probably about a month ago, signed a deal with Pelican Craft Distributors from down south. Mm-hmm. So we're now like in Baton Rouge, New oh, Orleans, yes. uh, Lafayette, all the places down there. And it was one of those things where it's like. We weren't necessarily looking for that type of expansion, mm-hmm. but when we talked to them, it just felt right. They're a craft beer only distributor. This is what they do. This is what their passion is, and they were like, "We need a northern Louisiana brewery to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, for our portfolio." And y'all fit the bill, and we were like, "Well, y'all could help us out in certain areas too." As far as like right now, like our our production system, we're not to capacity. Like we could brew more than we are. Mm-hmm. So with this going through, it's it's really helping us, you know, being able to branch out more and do the things that we want to do and actually utilize our equipment to its like full capacity. Yeah. So yeah. stuff's going good. Yeah. Stuff's I like you guys did that. Um, how'd that, that art, you guys did a uh, Halloween art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was really cool. I thought that was. I didn't yeah, even know about I saw it. That. I would have. Yeah. I would have. I probably wouldn't have submitted anything. But I mean, I you know, I, I always like looking. No, no, no. At Next round, like I got you. Definitely I got let you. him submit yeah. something. You know what? Oh, I'll tell you what. I just I finished. thought about him whenever I saw that. Yeah, I like, yeah. Ben didn't even try to. I just, that. I just finished a piece that that I donated um, to the Ferrari Club of America, and it's actually the first piece I've finished in four years. And um, my daughter was like, hmm, I wonder what you've been doing. You know, my son, my grandson just turned four. I was like, well, I've been doing God's work. Yeah. But, you know, um, but uh, I finished that piece. And, and luckily, the guy who, who won it um, owns two of my other pieces. And he has about, he has an entire, I can't even tell you how many cars he has. But he, he loves life. He just had his first grandchild. And we were kind of talking. He's like, you know, yeah, we're spending more time. My daughter's going back to work and this, you know, because I think she's in the medical field, too. I'm like, dude, you're going to love this time of your life. And he's got a lot of money, so he can actually really just enjoy, yeah, you know, the, yeah, the time yeah. with it. But um, I, I, back when I used to, you know, I would reward myself with, you know, a little bit of tequila after I finished, you know, painting for about, you know, two or three hours. Well, this time when I first started, I was like, well, I'm going to take, you know, I have a little bit beforehand. I'm like, okay, my lines <laughs> are wrong. I need to not need to drink this, you know, and, but uh, it was nice to get back to it. And there's a couple pieces I'm working on. Um, I'm excited about just because uh, I've, I've found the joy in it again. Um, or, or I, I found the reason to spend time, doing it because I've gotten much, I, I feel older than I probably am, 
But I've realized my time is much more valuable than pretty much anything else. And so if I'm not enjoying it, I am not going to do it. You know, I don't. I don't care. Now, so. I'm going to holler at you about the next round for sure. Cool. So what we did is uh, we, we did this beer called The World Beneath Us, and it was kind of like a Halloween theme. So what I did with that is, like, we had actually planned it, like, months back. And um, I said, I want to reach out to four local artists. I'm going to tell them the name of the beer, and that's it. I want no, you know, because sometimes people, they say, like, yeah, we work with this local artist, but they have all the input right, in the world. Right. And it's yeah, like, yeah. I want this this way, this, and it's like, no, nah, we're not doing it that way. Whatever your interpretation of that name is towards your art, that's what the label's yeah. going to be. Within reason. I mean, don't, yeah, yeah, you know, right, I can't right. have, like, boobs on my yeah. can. Okay, don't, don't, <laughs> don't, like, don't call me next yeah, time, then, because uh, stuff like that. that's kind of where I'm going off. Stuff like that. Time. But, you know, it was cool. We got to work with four, like, very talented local artists, and they're all kind of come from different, like, aspects of stuff. Yeah. Like, Paige Powell, she's super awesome. She does a lot of, like, uh, like, pasting cropping mm-hmm. kind of you know yeah. stuff and then uh kyle one of the guys kyle he's just he's a shreveport firefighter so he's just kind of it's his side like he's yeah. super talented but he's never actually pursued it as right. like this is a way of making money yeah. and then james clements who's yeah, james a, yeah he's yeah, a tattoo artist so i think that was kind of yeah. cool and then the other guy ben moss kind of you know he's got his own style so it was just cool to yeah. actually like do something for like with other people because, you know, a lot of people preach community, but I feel like yeah, they don't no. embrace it. And so it's very interesting, though, that you say that because when you talk about it's his passion or his side thing, a lot of people, artists who pursue their passion, lose the passion in the pursuit. Yes. You have a passion for brewing. Yeah. And you haven't lost that passion yet. Right. Where, you know, a lot of people are like, because right. me... I like painting. I like doing it, but when it becomes a business, well, production fucks everything up. Yeah, like when you start trying to produce something, just like you said, when someone said, you know, when someone says, "Okay, we, we exclusively work with this artist," but then the actual person who's asking something from the artist is giving all the input, yeah, then yeah. it's not really art anymore, right? You know, right? Because I've talked to people and they're like, "Well, you know, I need my logo here." And I need no, this, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like, no, I want to let you do your thing and you represent yeah. yourself. Yeah. You know, within yeah. the guidelines that I've given you, which yeah. were none. I'm gonna do me, than, you do you. Right. Yeah, yeah. This you is the name. With. Whatever inspired you, you know, you're inspired by that name. So it was cool. It was yeah. cool. It was so next year, day. next year the theme will be Chichis. Yeah. <laughs> so you, did, you did multiple. So you did multiple labels featuring. Is that yeah. So every every so you buy a four pack. Every beer in the four pack has okay. a different artist or on the it. same beer. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, my production team fucking hated me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was Good. thinking. I was literally they, thinking so, yeah. I was thinking right here it's like holy shit, we got four pieces of art for the same production. Yeah. <laughs> so cuz they had to do a run and then set that to the side, yeah. do another run, do yeah. another run, do another and then they had to individually make the four packs. And usually, you know, we just do a run, you know, pack it up as we go. Yeah. It's easy, but that day and then I was actually at my day job that day. Uh-huh. I walked in that day, and they were just like, fuck. <laughs> you leave. Yeah. leave. Leave. Get out of here. We'll like, call immigration great, on you. Like, but what a great <laughs> idea, you know. Was, uh, <laughs> no, awesome. I, no, I thought that was really great. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, that was something that was – Everything you're doing is unique, man, because right. everyone – like, craft brew is, like – it's gotten to be, like, it was – where it's, it's so trendy that there's it, – the uniqueness of it is almost – 
fizzled out at this point has, because there's so it, yeah. many craft breweries yeah, yeah. all over the, the, the yeah, states, yeah. you know? And it's like, it's a trend. So yeah. we're going to go here. It's, of course, it's pet friendly. We're going to go here and hang out yeah, for brunch, yeah. you know? But it, like the, the actual beer is not even being highlighted anymore. Right. It's just about the atmosphere or like a location or somewhere for yeah, yeah. you know some chick to get an instagram post yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we we kind of knew that kind of stuff because you know you, you do these projections and obviously the craft beer boom is not what it was a couple years ago no. it's kind of getting to that peak but we knew that that's what we were getting into where and they relate it to a lot of other industries that have had similar type booms where you get to a peak and then the good ones remain, and you know everything else fizzles out. Right. I think we're getting to that point, so our goal is to you know not fizzle out yeah. or whatever. So I think we're doing a decent job of it, but okay. we're still working. Here, at it. Okay, here's a question I have: How many times in the process did you go? N- I'm done. I can't. I can't do this anymore. I just. I. Uh, <laughs> I've thought about you know you think about it, but you know it's it's not for the reasons of the. Uh, that the the stress of starting a business produces it's more of like it drives you and it kind of detours you at first because like where i'm coming from is what i'm saying is you know the time you're spending away from family the uh the sacrifices that you're making like you know it drives you because i need to be able to prove to my one-year-old one day that you know daddy wasn't around as much because i was building this for you but then at times it's like man you know, you have stressful days. You're like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> I've been hanging out with my kid, you know. Yeah, you know? exactly. And like, especially me, like I still have a day job. Well, yeah. you know, I've, I've actually lost money since we started this business. Because I take, I take more time off, you know. Yep. So, and it's it's stuff like this. Like, I'll be concentrated on my day job, making my money, coming home every night to mm-hmm. my kid. And, you know, and, you know, have a better, you know, maybe even have a bigger house or something. But then you think about like, well, this is your passion. This is what makes you happy. Right. You know, that, that. Your kid it's, makes you happy. The day job don't make you all that yeah, happy. It's but, a weird balance, yeah. like, but like it's like when that side hustle eventually turns to the main hustle, it's like okay, where do I go from here? Yeah, right? and that's right, what I'm right, talking right. about. You it's know, scary. losing it's scary the, to think the, about. the passion yeah. of it. You know, sometimes yeah. and and it's almost like you enjoy it because you know it's not the final chapter. Right. You yeah, know, right. this is just something that I'm experiencing, something I'm enjoying. Uh, something uh, I'm doing and then when it gets to that point where you go okay now it's my livelihood now it's what I'm known mm-hmm. for now it's what I'm, I'm doing you know uh, how does you know the, how does your mind take that and you go you know what no now it's just a job yep now it's just another job yeah. that I have and then you go off and do something else on the side because like I with me so. I'm that's ADD me. That's me. I'm ADD <laughs> all the way I've I've I I have um uh it wasn't really considered that when I was a child. It was just considered being a bad kid, yeah. right? And my son actually um, got, you know, some help when he was younger. And I saw the improvement in him, a huge improvement. And I thought to myself, well, I wonder if maybe he got that from me because his mom is brilliant, you know, she and she's so organized. I'm like, she didn't get that from me. Yeah. But um, uh, I saw what the improvements he had. So I'm like, okay, let me look more further into myself and realizing that had I had the opportunity, and this is just for anybody that's listening to, um, I actually was uh, on ADHD medicine, you know? And people asked me, they said, oh, you know, my son started this medication. So I was like, give it time. You're going to love it. And they're like, I understand. I said, okay, I want you to think of it this way. I want you to take a pile of folders, file folders, and just throw them on a desk. 
Okay, all of them, just in different directions. Some of them hanging out. This is how a person like me with you know ADHD and dyslexia sees that table. What this medication does or did for me is it took all those file folders and it put them into stacks. Mm-hmm. It organized them. And then it also made me go, okay, I need to take care of this stack first because this is the mm-hmm. most important thing. Not this one. Not just going, okay, I'm going to grab this one. I'm going to grab this one. I'm going to grab this one. So as a person who does art, you know, for fun. That was kind of like, oh, my, my thing that we did. So uh, a person with my background type of thing, when something becomes, your passion becomes your business, it's like, okay, how does that change? You know, how does that change me? Yeah, it, it, it's it's a crazy balance because, like, I still don't see the seventh tap as work. No. Like, That's it's not work thing. to me. That's a great thing. But what sucks is that at the end of the day, you still have to look at those numbers. Yeah. Well, you, have you have employees. to say, like, yeah. Employees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I have to pay people. Yep. I have to make sure that we're being profitable. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are we going to expand? How are we going to grow? So you have to look at these things where it's, yeah, it's not a day job or it's not a job. It's, you know, your passion, but... There's more things to it than you just, just start micromanaging that. It's weird yeah. because like the same thing for me when I jumped into marketing, I didn't realize I was passionate about it until I was knee deep in. I'm like, holy right, shit, I'm right. passionate about this. And then you start scaling it. And you're like, okay, well, we're scaling it now. We have multiple employees. Now I got to worry about the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. It's not just some partners now. It's a point we have. Yes, you know exactly yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. So you're partners now and then you have employees and you're like, okay, well, now I really have to worry about the bottom line. And shit, then stress starts sitting in. You're like, okay, well, this isn't as fun as it was last year. Right. But at the same time, we're still making strides. Right. And, like, keeping the culture, that's the was the hardest thing, like, for me to, to you know, protect everyone. It's like, the culture is going to stay the same, and we're going to stay the same route no matter how big it grows, no matter where it goes. It's like, the culture is going to stay the same. The route's going to stay the same. Yeah. Things are just going to shift, and right. then it becomes more of a job. It does. It does. I say we pour one more, and then I want to ask you a question about business let's that, do that. And, do and get your opinion on yeah. it because it's something like I've been battling with on, on certain let's things. Do the, uh, let's do that. Let's go with Ben. No, 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 no. We're going to do that. Oh, we're going to do this yeah. one. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared it's going to be good. Yeah, because I want to hear what more about your new site also, too, because it's very good. I like the product you create. Yeah, give me that. I'm don't don't pour for me. I'm pouring myself. <laughs> I'm graciously pouring a little bit here. Oh, that's like, that's like oh I love that. Copper this is a beautiful like, bottle, man. It's art. Right. Oh, that's and definitely darker. Repeat the name of this again for me, guys. Because uh, Leyenda de Mexico, which means uh, the legend of Mexico. I'm guessing uh, Sol y Luna, which is sun, sun and moon, sun, yeah. is a distillery and. Well, I'll read this real quick. Um, I'm not. It's none of it's in Spanish. I hope it's here. All right. So when God finished mm. creating the world, He decided to give it the final touch, light. It was then that He placed a special power upon the sun and the moon, an illumination wow. that nothing else could ever have. By the way, this font is absolutely horrible, guys. If you're listening, yeah, I saw. I was like, I'm not gonna I'm, read it. I'm gonna be slightly inebriated <laughs> here in a minute. This will be really hard to read. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell what, go to the website. If you want to know about it, go to the website, okay? Because we'll be I'm here not all even afternoon. This anymore, but I, mean, it, I couldn't it, read it sober. It has a great, it has I tried a great to read story it sober. Here, but holy shit, this font. It, it's not, look, the bottle's beautiful, but it has like some kind of metallic print on it. So, like, yeah, it's like trying to read go. blue on blue. Yeah. It just doesn't the work. The two stars met for the first time and began his great love story, and then they decided to share their love with their universe. But God had an assignment, a function for each one. And for that reason, they would have to live apart. 
Man, this seems like a crazy love story. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, it I, I think it, it has to deal with, like, the Aztec gods. You know, they saw yeah. the sun and the moon as, like, gods. And, okay, so it's there. Right, yeah. yeah, I did. I did. I did. Yeah, <laughs> you're busy reading. We both look at each other <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you're, you're still trying to reading. decipher the code on yes. the back of that bottle. Yeah. Mm. Drink more Ovaltine. Mm. I don't know. It's different. It's not a bad difference. No, no, no. I get uh, a smokiness, some barrel characteristic, and there's almost like a like a slight citrusy mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah. going on. Yeah, an acidic. There's an acidic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, a high acidity. And I will say that it's it's I like it. It's pretty much I think it's a blend between the fourteen fourteen and the first one we tried. Yeah. It's yeah. got it's got it's got that peppery in the it front. Does, yeah. I yeah. still I can still feel it. Got a little burn. Still, feel feel linger, yeah. but it's not unpleasant. No, it's not. It's, it's not, not, yeah, it's not it's not a, a pocky chip. You yeah. know, it's more like you yeah. know just some nice you know. No, I like that. Spice. I, I, I enjoy that. So, where would you drink that at? <laughs> oh, this this right here is a um, Sunday afternoon in the studio. Um, not painting, but cleaning my brushes, picking up stuff, uh, cuddling with my chocolate lab. Um, you know, just not rushing. Yeah. Just enjoying it. Yeah, that is a patient flavor. I like that. I like you said that. It's a patient flavor. Yeah. I mean, you feel it now? You feel it's a very like chill type. Mm -hmm. I I can see like. I can see myself like drinking that with my dad, like we're just watching a soccer game or something, yes. and we're just yeah. chilling. Yeah, you don't have you don't have any plans. No, no. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, I don't got to go somewhere for no. You're done for the day. I'll drink it barbecuing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Get sure. that smoky yeah. smell. And speaking of barbecuing, tell us. Yeah. Tell us about your oh man, so new baby. Yeah, so I'm, I mean, yeah, we have a little barbecue business now. I've been doing it so long; it's been three or four years now. I've been cooking for nonprofit events. Um, Cooking for golf tournaments, cooking for loved ones at every single damn family event from birthday parties to Christmas to you have it. And um, everyone keeps saying, man, you got to do this for a living. You got to do it for a living. I'm like, well, just like we talked about earlier, it's a, it's still a passion project. And maybe it won't really be a professional, like proficient business one day. But right now it's just in baby form um, like anything else I've done in the past few years. But I'm enjoying it. Nice. It's fun. I'm going to take off after the first year and kind of. Move around, see what I want to do. Move and shake. Super custom stuff. Yeah. No commercial like layout to where I'm gonna go in and change how I do things for a specific event or something like that. It's all private event stuff, and I'll just be thrown down with the smoker, man. Mm. Man, we do a private event at the Seven Tap, man. Let's do it. Damn. Yeah, I keep wondering like these people. Like, I'm like, you need to have. We got tequila. We got barbecue. Let's make it happen. Yeah, dude. Well, anybody's listening, DJ's barbecue is on point. It well, is. They hadn't had it yet. I have to have <laughs> okay. it, dude. And you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a barbecue like. If he's fiend. a barbecue, I'd have yeah. I live, yeah. I live, we live not too far from each other. So he'll be like, hey, I got some of this. I'm like, bro, I got some of this. <laughs> well, so like, we do a little exchange. That's the one thing that, like, we don't have. No, honestly, we, don't. we, we really don't have, don't, like, legitimate barbecue. We don't. And, um, because, like, we did a barbecue mm. event at the brewery and I had to bring in, uh, my, my friend Brian Bingham, who's, uh, was the, Pitmaster at Bodacious on Mauberly, and then he now started his own thing called Sunbird Barbecue. Who, at you know, he's been voted top fifty Texas. Like this dude's like, hell shit. yeah. So you know, like I had to bring this guy in because I, you know, and I got a, I got another buddy though. I want you to meet him, dude. He when it comes to barbecue, and he he's on point also. So. Yeah. What was your question for him about business? All right, so the I question, and and this is just something that like kind of nervous. No, no, no. It's, it's not bad. <laughs> How do you balance like? Your your 
like employee, like your relationship with employees. Um, that relationship <laughs> with like I'm your boss, but at the same yeah. time I have your best interest at heart, type thing. And well, it's, and my employees may listen to this, so I don't yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got some. I've got some to say after yeah, he's done. Yeah, yeah. I, I my thing is that um, they, I'm, I establish it firsthand. Even when I've hired people that I I know, and then now at this point, you know, there are people that I knew in, in previous life that now work for me. I'm not your friend. Yeah. You know, I'm not your friend, but at the same time, most people that I hire at this point are vetted and like someone referred them to me. I'm not just pulling people off the street. And um I just go in completely transparent at the front, man. I really right. do. I'm just like, I'm not your friend, but at the same time, I'm gonna respect you like family. Here's my biggest advice to anyone that's a business owner and then you know, and you being, you know, new at this what yeah. you're doing now too, is that <clears throat> those people Business owners tend to get so upset with employees because what they don't realize is they're not invested. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're not invested. Yeah. They're never going to care as much as you do. Exactly. They're never going to work yeah. as hard as you do. Right. And sometimes it's hard to separate those things. It's like you think about it, you're like, okay, I'm getting so frustrated. But at the end of the day, they're, it, they're, this is just their job. Right. They're not as passionate about it. Right. They just signed up for a job. You pay them a good wage and then they do a good job. But they don't think about the ins and outs, the relationships it's taken to get here, the bottom line, what bills have to be paid. All they know is they show up, you give them a task, and they do it. Right. And so that's been the, the you know the number one thing I've had to always tell myself is chill out, don't get mad at them. They don't have a vested interest. Right. And until you give them a vested interest, you can't expect them to perform at the level that you are. And the biggest thing initially when we started the company um, was being able to oh, man, delegate. Yeah. things you know right, like you right. take so much in on yourself Ben knows exactly what I'm talking about yeah. I do this better than everyone else so I'm just going to keep doing it well eventually mm. as you grow you can't keep doing everything you got to realize okay well my another thing I've, I've realized too is that you, you got to you have to delegate those things but you realize that play on people's strengths yeah and if they have a weakness somewhere just let's let's just roll over it and play on a strength or try to find someone's strength because a lot of times you, you may think someone's fit for a task, you give it to them, and you realize they fucking suck at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But is there another task within that threshold that they can do that you can empower them? Because as soon as someone feels empowered, it's like they're almost vested with you. Yeah. That's been my biggest thing. Is like I realized that I was bringing employees on. I was trying to make them do shit that I was doing, and they were really, really, really like caught off guard, a little, you know, um, timid about it. And like, I don't know if I want to do this. I'm like, okay, what do you want to do? And they're like, well, I enjoy doing this. And, you know, giving them options, letting them try everything and then seeing what they're best at. That's, I know that's a whole rabbit hole, but like, that's, no, 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 I love all, it. Those, all those things like I've seen firsthand because I've, I've had turnover with 20 employees in the past six years now in yeah. business. And it's just because finding the right fit for the culture we're in, you know, yeah, like yeah. just because you have an amazing culture and you bring someone in that you think may fit because you knew them in high school or whatever. Yeah. And then they show up and you're like, this shit ain't working. Yeah. You know, and, the, and the, another thing is like dragging people down the line longer than you should. Like, okay, mm-hmm. this is not working. Let's cut off early. Yeah. Those are like, this. I could go on a, a rant on every single one of those points, but all those in a nutshell, I feel like <clears throat> are the most important thing when you're dealing with employees. Yeah. No, man, I, I, I love to hear that. I wanted to hear that. And like, that's been uh, one of the biggest struggle for us. And that's just like, I love all the people that work for us, but like you said, like you see, like people come into the tap room and they say, man, there's always one of y'all here. Yeah. 
most of the time it's me. But something, you know, every once in a while, like Colby or Sam will be like, hey, yeah. take, you know, go hang out with your kid. I'll, I'll, I'll watch the tap room tonight, whatever it is. And people are always like, well, what? And it's like, because this is my baby. Like, no one's going to take care of my baby like I am. Right. You know, like, now, when you say it's interesting, when you say balance, do you mean balance the delegation, balance the uh, trying not to hurt somebody's feelings, balance um, uh, uh, your relationship to them prior to working? Because I'm going to tell you this. I work with family and there's nothing. Think about your wife working with you and your wife telling you you did something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So what you have, and and so I, I think the balance I'm speaking of is sometimes like we try to like. Um, obviously, you want to be a good employer, right? You want to have their best interests at heart. Right. You want people that want to grow with you, yeah. Type thing, but the balance is like being a good employer to people and then being a boss, yeah. Right. Like not getting taken advantage of right. for your kindness. Yeah. But, you know, being able to make sure that you're still maximizing what they're bringing to your business. Here's my thousand foot view of that in a nutshell with three points. Employees first, client second, you last. Right. Right. Always. Yeah, yeah. Because a client can't get 110% valued service unless the employee is, yeah. you know, right, right. on point yeah, and, yeah. and valued yeah. at home. So I always tell everyone this. My employees come first. I don't give a shit what client you are. Yeah. My employees come first. Um, we, we recently um, had someone come on the team, and I might thought, have thought some things. You know, not, I didn't think anything, but I, like maybe some clients may say something about it yeah. um, because of an orientation or something. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I immediately told that employee coming on, I said, look, if this ever happens, that's a fired-ass client yeah. because my employees come first, my client comes second, and me last. And I feel like if you keep that – mindset at the top of the grid that you can't really fuck up. And and I do and have that, really that mentality. That I, and I've told my employee I, I, this exact quote is like I've told my employees before. Like if a person comes in here and they're having a beer and they're being super disrespectful <clears throat> to you, an asshole, whatever the case may be, let me know cuz I don't need that like and the the quote that I've used is I'm not hoeing myself out for five dollars, right. you know, because you know I don't I, I don't need people disrespecting my employees no. either, you know, and that's no, that you become at that point you just become a glorified dive bar. Yeah, you know I mean you're yeah, not you're not right. you're not really you're not a destination. You're not serving. You're not you're not creating an atmosphere people that feel right. welcome to. You're just yeah, yeah. you're just there's just a bunch of shit going on. Yeah. You don't want that. Well, I will, I will say this in 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 the sense of that in that. Um, when I used to manage golf properties, I knew nothing about management. All right. I just worked hard. I, I started out as the marketing person membership. Then I became the manager. Then I became the general manager. Then I became a manager of two properties. And the only reason I really, that there was, that happened was because I absorbed everything I could in every department. Yeah. Okay. And everybody, I don't care if you're a superintendent, I don't care if you're a dishwasher, if you're this, everybody has a reason for being there, right? You know, right. Um, and what happened when we uh, we had a I, I did like a survey of the members. I said, I, you know, I want you guys to to tell me what you think. You know, let's analyze where we're at. And I got stuff back like that person, that employee couldn't buy a personality. That this couldn't happen here. This couldn't. Ha- you know, it's horrible. This and that. And I ended up having a meeting with all my employees, and we had a little. I bought everybody pizza, and we had a little you know, PowerPoint presentation. And I shared with them the, the comments and I looked at them all. I said, okay, now 
I stopped and I said, okay, now whose fault is this? And everybody's like, mm, look around. I said, this is my fault. This is my fault because I didn't train you properly. I yeah, didn't take point. the time yeah. to train. And then we started a program. We started doing all these things. And I, I ended up attending a, cheers. I ended up attending um, this El Tesoro. Oh, Ooh, God, that smells good. good. No, it smells good. God, that's good. Mm. Oh, man. Baby. Oh, and the front is sweet, smooth oh. when it hits the back. Oh. Hmm. You're running close right now. Oh, my goodness. Let's see here. So, but anyways, I ended up t attending a Disney Institute course. Okay. Because I'm like, they're the best in customer service. Yeah, everyone, they love their job. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but but what happened is, is I found out, you know, um, I, what I put, I work for my employees. I, my job is to provide them with the tools that they need to get the job done mm -hmm. that I've asked them to do. Okay. And when a new management company came in, it was like looking at our stuff and they were kind of talking to everybody and they said, well, what's your management style? I said, well, I work for the employees. And like, huh? they don't understand that. I was like, no, my job is to make sure they have everything they, they need to do the job that I've asked them to do. If I give them everything they have, they need and they don't do it, that's on them. That okay. Point, yeah. And we ended up having a, an event one time, a, um, a demo day where Callaway and Titleist and all these com big companies came. And um, we, at that point, we were sharp, sharp as a knife. And I had the, um, the, 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 the area representatives came, would come into the clubhouse and they'd be like, man, your staff is incredible. It's like my dad, one of them was like, my dad worked in, a, in the golf industry for years. He would kill to have your staff. Yeah. I said, well, you know what? They don't come that way. No. Right. You have to make them understand. And once we all got behind and everybody understood that the goal was this, yeah. then everybody understood that if I acted a certain way or I did something, it was because our goal is to do this. Right. And none of them would question, well, why is Ben doing that? Or why is this department doing that? They understood, look. We're all a team. Well, we all love a sense of empowerment too, right? right. So like um, when you do empower them, you know, and I don't want to keep this on business too long, but I think it's a great, yeah, yeah, a yeah. great, you know, point to bring up. But like when you empower someone, you get the best of them. Right, right. Especially, I love this analogy. We talked about it in a business networking meeting a few weeks ago, but when they're working in their flame, not in the wax. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When someone's in their flame, yeah. that's the most empowered they can be. And when you can find, find where someone's flame is and then empower them in their flame, you get the best results there. And that's not just business, it's life, man. Yeah. But it, it, it really works. It, it really shows through when you can, and it's so hard because most of the time we get caught up working in the business and not on the business. Yeah. yeah. But so like moving, like moving forward, like I tell everyone, like you gotta be transparent with yourself first and then everyone else. I have to make sure that I set aside X amount of time to make sure that every single person here on this team feels empowered. Right. And if they don't, why do they not? Is it because they don't enjoy what they're doing? Okay, do I have something else that they could do and we still, you know, make the wages the same but make a transition or retrofit something? It's, in a, you know, 10, 20 years ago, people were like, well, you're giving people special privileges. No, I'm not. I'm going to play on someone's strengths. Yeah. So now if someone's, you know, great in this area, then I'm going to move them here. And if someone may be better here, you know what I mean? Right, right. Well, you know what? And, but – there was a quote that I heard, and I think it was on like Rogan's podcast or something. He had somebody on, and he said the person or whatever was like, you don't work for me, you work with me. Right. And I just took that to heart. Right. I was like, all right, I, I want to be that type of boss. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I want you to work hard, and I want you to do what I need you to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I can help you grow, even if it's outside of, of this place. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Like, I want to make it it's happen. a very good point. Yeah. I had an employee work for me forever, and she was torn, and she felt so bad. And she was talking to people around me, but not me, saying, I'm so nervous to have this conversation with DJ because I'm about to leave. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she sat down in almost tears and was telling me, I'm leaving. I don't want you to be mad at me. I'm like... I'm not mad at you. I'm happy I'm so for happy you. for you. Thank you. Yes. You're going from this area to Nashville, another big town doing the same thing. I said, I'm fucking happy for yeah, you. Right. Like, and it was like so much relief because I ran into her mother. And if she's listening one day or hears this, you know, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I ran into her mother um, at a restaurant and she walked up to me and she said, you know, I, am? I said, no, I don't. She's like, well, I'm so-and-so's mother. Yeah. And I just want you to know that, you know, I have respect for you because my daughter was so upset and didn't know how to approach you in this situation and I want you to know how much you did for her by empowering her right right and dude that got to my like goddamn yeah. bones dude Ooh, yeah. I was like okay well I fucked up a lot of shit in my life but at least I'm doing this yeah, right yeah, you know yeah. I mean? well yeah. you know and you talk about maintaining a balance I, I have one one last story about that um I was uh, uh, walking through the clubhouse one day and and the one of our, our girls was behind the bar and she was talking to another one of our one of the, another one of our, um, um, I was about to say cast member, but that's a Disney thing. Uh, one of our employees, and she talked about her child and everything. I'm like, oh, it's like, um, and she was talking about her child's program. I'm like, oh, I said, did you go to the program? She was like, no, it's happening right now. I was like, then what are you doing here? Yeah. And she's like, well, that's I have to work. Dope. I said, no, go. Yeah. Get gone. I will serve. I will serve for it. A beer. I can do that. And it was right. like, you know, on a, on a, on a Thursday morning, it's like, I got this. You need to go be there for her. Yeah. And I guarantee you, there is not that. One little act did not gain gain more for for um, loyalty and for if I never needed anything from from somebody to just maybe do a look. Could you do me a favor? Could they wouldn't even question it. Yeah. Why? Because I took into account their personal things. So I like that you do that. That you say, you know what? You need to go home and be with your family. I'm here. Two of us don't need to be here. Yeah, yeah. You need to go do yeah. that. So when you maintain a balance, that's how you maintain the balance. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, I try to think that, and that's where, where, where it leads to, because why I ask the question, because I want to empower these people, and if, if their side thing, because like, like the brewery isn't a, it's not a career. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a, and maybe one day we'll get to eventually where we have sales reps and right, we have right. tap room managers right. and all that stuff. Well, how, but, do you know if any of your employees see that yet? You know if any of them? I hope they see that, right? And yeah. I hope that one. I hope that these people are like, I yeah, hope so this too. is what I want. This yeah. is what I want, and that they show me that you know what I don't have. To, I want someone to show me like I don't have to be, like you know what, like me feel like I don't have to be there. Well, one of the greatest you things know? in this world is a strong leader, and a lot of people don't know where they're going or what they're doing. But if they find somebody who they believe does know what they're doing yeah. and does know where they're going, they'll follow them to the ends of the earth because they believe enough in them because they see them they see their work ethic and you know words are words Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people talk stuff but to see somebody's actions makes a huge difference and a lot of people are like look i never want to be the guy that starts the brewery i never want to be the guy that goes and starts his own business i just want to be the guy who shows up for work and i'm happy doing that that's the biggest thing you have to remember is that these people don't have the same mindset yeah you know but i completely agree it's not worse or better it's just no it's just everyone's different you know they're like i don't want i don't want the responsibility of making payroll i don't want the responsibility of that oh wait look for a second 
What do y'all think of this? Yeah, this is the best let's day to this for the <laughs> this, is, this is really, this is so good. God, it's good. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Now, it's not tears, but it's, it's, so it's close. good. Bro, that is so smooth. Oh. There's like a, a oakiness to that, a smokiness oh. to that. The barrel shines through perfectly. That, like that is. Oh, it's balanced. Bro. The hype is real with that one. Bro, okay. Yeah. When are we gonna get this tequila barrel beer, man? Man, I'm trying. Come on, I'm trying. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm gonna keep asking on everyone's yeah, podcast. Yeah. So, wait a Go back to what you were saying, because I, no, I, I don't even know say, what I was saying. I, I, I was just saying, like that. You were talking about that. And you, it, the fact of the matter is, a lot of times you'll feel like that. Um, you may because you're the way you are in doing something that asking someone to do something, it might feel like, well, this is beneath. I feel like it's beneath me or something I don't have time to do. So if I give it to someone else, do they feel that way? Yeah. But some people are looking forward to a task. Yeah. And if they believe in you yeah. some and they know you're providing them a task, a lot of people, that's that my job is task, task yeah. management. Yeah. Take yeah. them in. Give yeah. me something to do. If I don't have nothing to do, what am I here for? Right. 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 So, like, we all have different mindsets. And, you know, finding those people that I've, I've realized this is my business. Like, I have employees that are like, hey, you got something else for me to do? I'm like, shit. Now let me find something. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, well, that means they want to do something. Right, right, right. And I, I kind of took the mentality, and I, I, we all do. Me, Sam, and Colby kind of taking the mentality like, don't make an employee do something that you wouldn't do. Right. Type thing. And I mean, and you, some people, you'll walk in the tap room and you'll see me. I'm washing dishes, man. I'm cleaning glasses. And that's, that's just, yeah. or like at night when we close up, like, one of us will help them mop at night. Like, you know, it's, again, we've had it's employees, your baby. We've had employees who would just sit there and do nothing because they didn't have, you know, a certain material that they needed to do something. And they would just sit there and do nothing. And I'm yeah. like, why are you just sitting there doing nothing? Well, I'm out of this. Okay, but there's so much other things that can yeah. be done, yeah. but they don't. All they all they are is like, look, Task. you Task. tell me what to do. Yeah. And if I can't, if I don't have things to do it, I'm yeah. just going to sit here because I'm not going to, I don't. I'm not a self-starter. I'm not a, and it, that to me is harder to understand than somebody who just speaks a different language. Right. Because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, how it fucks that. with you because you're not the type of person, but we have to take into account that there's so many different types of personalities. Mm. But right. in the day, it's like, I think, you know, mm. to go back to your, your most important, like in your mm. foremost question is that the balance part of it is just knowing that, if you see some type, I hate saying like a five-year plan or a fucking goal. I hate whiteboarding shit. Like, I want to whiteboard some shit. My thing is like every single day is a different fuck. Like a whole leg of something with multiple different folders could open up or multiple right, different legs. Right. And they could just boom, you know, go into something else. It happens to me every fucking day. I'm like, yeah. oh shit, we're going to get into this now. We're doing it. Like every day is a new opportunity. But just keeping the, the broad goal at hand is like culture, man. Yeah. No, I mean, like, like what you said. That's like us. Like it's like okay. Now we're now we're in fucking Baton Rouge. Yeah, we're, we're, in we're in New Orleans. You're respected for your right. honesty to craft, and you're also super, super fucking unique. Right, right. And the thing about being unique. First off, what is craft? It's fucking unique. Yeah. It's art. And yeah. now you're speaking to that. Craft has got basically watered down because it become yeah. a trend for fucking Instagram posts. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, there's no more craft to it, but you're keeping the craft to it. Yeah. There can be a million things done with hops and all kinds of different flavors, but you're also adding another layer to that by getting other people involved and empower. You're empowering fucking artists. Right. You know? Right. So, but also from that standpoint, you have to look at, and you don't need you know, to talk about whiteboard and stuff like that. I'm not even talking about that, but I'm thinking about goals. Okay. We all have to have a goal. Even if it's just, okay, what am I going to get done today? 
you know, and that's what I believe successful people, successful people are good at is understanding what their goal is, but also understanding their time management of it. I, I love telling the story to my son, but I sat on a plane one time to, um, I was on my way to South Carolina and I sat next to this guy on the plane. He had this, this ring on his finger. I'm like, what is that? A Super Bowl ring? He's like, no, I goes, I got it from Harvard business school. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm gonna sit there for a while. I said, okay, bro. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you one question and I'm going to leave you alone. I said, but I got to know, cause I didn't finish college. I said, what's the most important thing you learned at Harvard business school? He thought for about five seconds. He said, time management. He said, they would give us more cases than we could handle on purpose. Mm -hmm. They knew we could never finish them. They wanted to know how did we prioritize them? How did we handle that? How did we do that? So the most, and, and, I always knew time management was was important, but I never understood that some things just can't get done That's right. today. That's right. right. So you know what? Don't worry about that. Worry about the important things. So when you look at a goal and you say, okay, is this thing that I'm doing, is it in line with our goal as a company? Because yeah. if it's not, it can wait until tomorrow. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, and once everybody's on that same page, once everybody's riding to that same rhythm and realizes okay, this doesn't affect our goal. Yeah. This is just something that we got to deal with. This does affect our goal, so let's focus yeah. on on taking care of that. I think it's an excellent point. And I also want to add to that. You can't, just like you said, you're not going to hold yourself out for $5. Yeah. You can't devalue your business by saying yes to everything. Right. right. Which sucks because you want to yeah. say yes yeah. to everything. Yeah. So then you have to... Because if you don't, nowadays you're... You're lambasted on Instagram yeah, no and Facebook, no and you're just the Plus, worst. You just have to realize, yeah. like, every, every request you have, does it align with our values? Right. Does it align with our culture? And my biggest my biggest pet peeve about this is most people are like, what's in it for me? Like, I've had millions of, like, and that's why I got into this barbecue business. I've had millions of things where I'm like, hey, man, I want to give you an opportunity to get in on this event and cook for it. And they're like, well, how many people is going to be there? I'm like, that's the first fucking question you ask me? Fuck you. Yeah. You know, because yeah. my thing is like, do you want to be involved or not? You see, I'm do, trying to do yeah. something. I, I deal with that. Let's do that exact thing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, is it a special event? Are y'all releasing a beer that day? Mm-hmm. Or is like- you know what? Read the book, Creating Magic. Read that book. It's written by Lee Cockrell. He was executive vice president of Walt Disney World, all the entire Walt Disney World. And he says, and the first line of the book says, it's not the magic that makes it work. It's the way we work that makes it magic. Yeah. Okay. And I learned more in that one book than I could have ever learned in a million hours of business school and business, because you know why? Because business is predictable. Human beings are not. So learn to deal with humans before you learn how to deal with that. So, all right, bro, let's open up the bell. Ring the bell, ring the bell before you open it, it, because that's, you gotta ring the bell. There you go. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, so for everybody that doesn't know, Class A is all this bottle, it's a beautiful bottle. Uh, it's got this bell on the top, ah, and I think that's like one of their signature things. Every bottle is hand painted. So shout out to my boy Rob for coming through with this one. We need to hang out with yeah. Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Where Rob is, we need to go. Uh, I told, I told you I have a bourbon episode. No, no, no. yeah. Him. Like I told Rob, and then I have another guy that actually uh, he he like he so he he volunteers works at the tap. Super nice guy. His <laughs> name's Todd, and he's just like I like beer, I like bourbon. So he's like, if you ever need me, I'll come work. Yeah. And he's like the type of guy you want to yeah. work. And he's got, he tops Rob when it comes to the bourbon collection. <laughs> and I said, I need to bring both you guys on and we're going to do a bourbon talk. Fuck and y'all, yeah, just, yeah. y'all just tell us, like y'all bring y'all stuff and tell us like what stuff is. And you know what? I would like to come to that, not just because 
it's got alcohol, but um, <laughs> because, because I only like tequila. Now, yeah. do I only like tequila because I that was kind of the one that I learned I, I, I cut my teeth into? Yeah. Or do I uh, or is it because I haven't tried anything else? Because I may go, you know what? Because I really want to try the try yeah. I really want to try the blackened Metallica, the Metallica whiskey. Yeah. Because and you know why it's called blackened the Metallica whiskey? Because the distiller who made it actually played pumped Metallica music into 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 the warehouse and yeah. the barrel. You know, it was so loud and you know the barrel's vibration. So yeah. the vibration would break loose. You know, certain yeah. pieces of stuff. And so it was called, you know black and metallic. I'm like, yeah. okay, first of all, I love Metallica, but second of all, that's an awesome thing yeah. to do. So, so I, I, I told both those guys like, I'm gonna talk to DJ. Maybe one day we no, can we do like do a. He's got lots of black into this. But anyways, my friend Rob let me borrow this. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Yeah, and. So Class A Azul apparently has been getting a lot of hype in even bourbon groups. So he ended up with this. I was there when he bought this, and that's when I bought Tears. So I was like, yeah, you can have that. You know I'll what? Get the tears. Day, but he so. bought a bottle of Tears, too. He's like, oh, I need to get that. I'll get the Tears. Has he drunk that yet, or is it still sealed? It's still sealed. We need to go to his house. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> no, anyway, so this is uh, it's the Reposado version. Again, Class A Azul is super hyped right now. Uh, beautiful bottle. All the bottles are... Ha- ha- uh, Hand painted. Uh, it's I guess they look like my grandmother's. Yeah, pottery. it's a, uh, what they call an altos. Yeah, it's an altos tequila. Mm-hmm. So, for people who don't know, like altos is the uh, what's the translation for it? It's the uh, higher ground, basically. Higher altitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Highland tequila. Okay. It's a Highland. Yeah, it's a valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The valley, so it's, it's kind of you know yeah. tequila Jalisco is kind of like a valley, right. and there's always like a beef between them. Like the Highland <laughs> says that like you know our our agave stresses out a little more, so it produces more sugar, more citrus, yeah. and then the lowland tequilas are like, well, we get better water down here, yeah. so we you know our tequilas are more earthy, more you yeah. know this kind of stuff. So. It's a beef. I'll let them decide on that. I'm just here to yeah. We're just whatever. Just weigh in on the taste of it. <laughs> so this is a, well, so far my favorite's been the El Tesoro. Yeah, so same, we'll, same, we'll same. I agree. Comes out. But I was in Dallas. If everybody listening, I was in Dallas and I was with uh, my son and I was looking at. I got a good story for that El Tesoro. Um, I was looking at a, a couple different brands. Here, you pour yourself because. Uh, <laughs> you might be um, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and by the way, El Tesoro, any day, any time. Any of any environment, drink it. Yes. Yeah. But um, uh, we uh, I sent you guys a picture. I'm like, what do you guys think of this? And both and you know, you were like, yes. Yeah. Let's yeah. try it. So I got it. But we were we my son and I were in the aisle, and there was these two younger younger guys, maybe you know, in college, and they had these these two girls look dressed with them, and they're dressed like they're going to prom. They're like in these pencil dresses, right? And um, we're walking by them, and I'm like, I'm trying to get to the El Tesoro, but they're standing in front of it, and then one guy's hugging one of the girls, and and he's like, how do you do it? And she's like, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, "How do you look so beautiful?" And, she, <laughs> and she's like, "She's like, oh, what?" And I was like, "Oh, I, I literally out loud said, oh, and I grabbed the oh. bottle and walked away." That's me talking like, tequila, man. This <laughs> bottle, I'm like, hey. I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm like, dude, you see what she's wearing? She's a sure thing. Don't worry yeah. about it. Oh, that was not a mean. Delete that. Mm. Holy mm. shit. Mm. Holy shit. Holy shit. That's sweet. 
It is very you sweet. You taste chocolate? Yes. yes. Thank just you. Like yes. Yeah. Oh, just, yeah, the, this, just like yes. that Volcano. Yeah, just like the Volcano. There's like chocolate, like caramel. Wow. Chocolate Car- caramel. Thank you, caramel. Yes. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's a Werther's yeah. right there. That's and a you Werther's. think like, oh you get that sip and you're like, this is about to burn, and then it doesn't. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's I get the hype. I get wow. the hype. Wow, that's, that's dangerous. Those two right there are running. Mm. I don't even know. I can't pick. It's just two different flavors. Yeah, yeah, but they're both like unique, so special. the... God, that's good. Wow. That shit. I'll tell Rob we might be, he might I be still... missing half a bottle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, where's, oh, bro, it broke. I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. Uh, we I saw saying the whole time. I was like, don't break this. We saved the bell for you. Yeah. You know what we're going to do? We're going to dump. We're actually, what we're going to do is we're going to take that. Yeah. Dump it back to <laughs> Say, bro, I wasn't that good. Here, you try yeah. it. See what you think. No, that is, uh, that is good. delicious. Oh, my. Oh. Smooth, you get that caramel chocolate, you get a little barrel. You think it's about to burn, but where it do just... you think that? Oh my, where does you think that caramel comes from, though? Oh, dude, that's that's hard to place. That, right is it there. just the sugars, the natural sugars? It's gotta be like the, the high well, from the highlands. Okay, yeah, you know what? Highlands. It's Here's the deal. Highlands. It's the highlands. Here's the deal. It's the highlands, I have an app. I, I, I downloaded an app that has. Um, and <laughs> we I'm don't not, have a Jamie. I'm so not gonna yeah, name yeah, it. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, one day I need to bring my laptop. One day I have a fucking Jamie, bro. I'm not gonna name the app, but I'm gonna. It is a tequila app. That um, and okay, so reposado, and that's a reposado. Yeah, yeah that's not even a fucking anejo, bro. No, dude. I can't. So, I don't know if we can afford the anejo. Uh, I don't. It's a tequila. So it's a Weber tequila, Jalisco and Los Altos. Los Altos. Uh, yeah. Stone brick cooked in stone brick ovens. Uh, they use a roller mill to crush it, so probably just like a donkey, you know, walking around on a roller mill. Fucking stone that um, looks like this. Yeah. The <laughs> fer- and they ferment. They ferment in a stainless steel tanks that stainless steel tanks. They don't use copper. Uh, it's two times distilled, so and it's in a. Uh, but when but after they after they ferment it in the stainless steel, they they distill it in the copper and they put it in an American white oak barrels. That's well, that's where you get a little oak there. But yeah. where do we get the sweetness, man? It's got to be the it's got to be the agave. Yeah, it's got to be. Oh uh, shit! That's good. Yeah. So in. Uh, Basically, like, my knowledge on the Highlands, Los Altos, is what they say is that, like, it stresses the agave plant out more. Mm-hmm. So it produces, like, yeah, these sugars. To try yeah, to get, yeah, yeah. Produces, like, these sugars, these chocolate caramel notes that you get in the agave. I smell, I smell I'm like. So good. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. You know what bothers me is that I've watched people, and, and this is going to be very embarrassing for me, but I have to be always blunt and honest. I feel like. I was somewhere at a bar one evening and someone bought me a shot of this yes. to shoot it. Yes. And I didn't enjoy it because mm-hmm. I didn't fucking actually taste yes. it. Because they were just flaunting, you know, their money. And yeah, they were like, right, hey, right. I'm going to buy like these shots. And I believe it was like, it, it was like 60, 70 s- bucks a shot yeah. or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they got it. And I'm almost positive I did take a shot of this, but I wasn't actually drinking it. Right, right. They were shooting it. And that's what pisses me off so bad. It's like, these tequilas should not be in well, bars. Well, and... Um, I talked to my buddy Rodrigo, who owns Key Mexico, yes. about about the same thing, and uh, yeah, if you could smell it, this. It, 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 that is a thing that he said. Sometimes it's not worth it for me to get these hot shelf tequilas no, in just, that, that people can appreciate because they're gonna they're just gonna shoot it, yeah, or they're gonna be like, hey, will you make me you know whatever cocktail yeah. with that yeah. with the most expensive no. tequila you got, and it's like. 
dude, come yeah, on. Man, that's that's like a chef. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, like, that's, like that's like telling Gordon Ramsay to take his beef wellington and dip it in au jus sauce. Yeah. You know, it's like, why? Why, why yeah. am I going to yeah. take the time to, to, for you to experience these flavors if all you can do is put ketchup on it? Yeah. No offense yeah, to my wife because she puts ketchup on the filet mignon that I make her. <laughs> but, you know. Wow. It's like when someone comes up to me and asks, do you want any A1? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I better not need any. Yeah, yeah, no. I good. better not need any. We're good over here. I'll let you know in a second yeah. if I do. It's going to be an issue, but. Wow. It's I, man, I hate to be, I hate to be like too needy, but I feel like I need a little bit more. Yeah, get you some. Yeah. With having a little bit more because this, this shit is amazing. You didn't know it broke? It broke yeah, on the way home, so dude, I don't think man. this is going to be anything Rob, left. I really appreciate this. Yeah, Do you know how much you paid for that? Uh, about one fifty. That's a good price. Yeah. That's paid, a very good price. I paid. I paid one. I paid a little over a hundred for this tesoro. Yeah. And it's worth it to me. But again, this is not one I would clean half off. Yeah. You know. Well, I'm pissed because I paid one ten for this. Son of the <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, no, no. That's good. It's okay. That's it's good. okay. But I mean, it's a but it's, it's a work of for, art. Honestly, yeah, yeah. balance them out. I mean, I feel like this is a. My thing is like it's not about the money, man. It's like there's mm. there's a different flavor. Where do you drink this one? At? Oh, this one? Oh, okay, man. okay. This one? Yes. You hadn't seen your boys in 10 years. Okay. Yo, okay. Yeah, and you all that. decided to get together. One of your buddies brought some Cuban cigars. Yeah. One of your buddies um, uh, brought some, uh, you know, some food or something, you know, his some cookies his grandmother made. But this is one of those things where drinking so sweet it, on the nose. Like drinking just... it is... Is is an enjoyment. Yeah. So you're not like, okay, let me, let me finish this drink so we can keep talking. It's like, no, let me savor this drink. Let me slowly enjoy this drink, and let's enjoy our we spend our time together. Because how many times does a good time go by too fast? This is something that you want well, to. It hangs on. Yeah. yeah. Let me uh, ask. So just mm. we're going back on like expensive shots. Has anybody ever had 1942? Yes, I have mm-hmm. thoughts on that. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not a fan. I think I talked about it one time. We were in uh, um, Austin, and we had the Lamborghini, the Ferrari, and the um, GTR. And some guy just bought them for us because he liked the cars. Yeah. And I tried it. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure he paid about probably forty dollars a shot. I thought it was okay. Yeah. It was nothing. No, it's nothing compared to right. Okay, because I have a bottle at home. It's a half. It's a half of a bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've never actually like opened it and just sipped it. I feel but, like that's the thing. Yeah, we were talking too. about expensive bottles. Like, so at my bachelor party, my uh, one of my good friends, Josh, was like, "Hey, man, what if there you would buy a bottle of tequila, which I know you love? Which one should I get you?" And I was like, "Man, you're cool. You have to get me nothing." He's like, "What's the, the bottle of tequila that you want to try?" And I was like, "1942. I just want to try it. Mm-hmm. I just want to see what it's about, what the hype is about." So is it real tall? Yeah, yeah. Okay. that was made by um. Don Julio. Don Julio. Yeah, yes, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I've definitely had it. But yeah, yeah. as you said, I've had it in the shot. Yeah. So he buys that, and so the party bus arrives for this bachelor, my bachelor party, and everybody. I was like, all right, everybody, you know, appreciate y'all coming. You know, you give the whole speech. You're like, my boys, my brothers. Yeah. You know, I'm done for. Rest yeah. in peace. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I love my wife. I do. Uh, but, you know, and I was like, let's take a shot of something. We have all these stuff. And everybody, of course, is like, 1942. So now I'm handing out 15 1942 shots. And it's and like, man. Yeah. And by then, they don't even taste it. Yeah, they it's like, bro, so we could have done the husband. But everybody had to have the 19. Yeah, and, but, okay. and it happens. It happens. Think about this. What if this was the first thing we tasted? I don't know. How would you? How would you? 
That's why I always want to save the best body, for last. Yeah. I'm scared to taste the first and then everything be horrible after. Because, because us, uh, that's why I'm glad we start in order of um, you know what we think is important. Because I feel like we we we're gonna take. All right, we're gonna taste this again at the end. Okay, oh let's do God. it. Let's oh do God. it. Let's do it. Come all on. Right. All right, just pee is, in a cup. And because, drink. because the thing is, is like the thing is, is like. If you start with the best, we did the same thing then you're time. not going to appreciate the distinctive flavors of everything on the way up. The aroma. It's almost like the grind. What is, what is that other smell? It's 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 not caramel. It's almost like it's marshmallow-y not kind of. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's like a toasted marshmallow yeah. kind of. Um, um, fucking s'more, man. That is good. What does that mm. smell? What does that smell? Nutmeg? Maybe. Know, no, 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 not mug. Not mug. Mug was too, too strong. Uh, maybe. Um, for sure. Oh, like yeah. that. It's not anise. It's not. It's not bitter like anise. It's. Uh, There's no. Like I can taste a little bit of wood, but not much. Nice. Like not much. It's just pure like s'more. I feel like it's just like toasted marshmallow all the way through. Subtle burn. Yeah. Like nothing. That is. That is to- that's a toasted marshmallow right there. Yeah. That's what that is. We gotta start leaving real reviews in these tequila. Everyone who's listening and watching, we're now on these tequila groups with these, you know, Freddish stairs of this fucking tequila shit. Yeah, I see them leaving all these things. I'm like, let's just keep it real and just like toast some marshmallows. Yeah, like, yeah. There's, there's, but, a, there's something on the head with a note of this at okay, the end of you know this. What, you know what I'm gonna say? What this is like? Okay, as an artist, I'm gonna say this is what it's like. Um, there's what's called the artist line, uh, or you know, the the um, uh, uh, educational line of, of paints, okay? Yeah. Uh, um, and then there's what's called the artist line of paints, and there's what's called the professional line of paints. I can take a paintbrush, and I can do this, and I can go like this, and I can see um, I can see ridges in the paint on the, on, the, on, the, on the one for the schools and stuff. And then I'll do a little bit. It's a little bit smoother when I do it for the artist. When I do the top of the line stuff, it's like butter. I'm spreading butter on a canvas. This is like spreading ca- butter on a canvas. Because the smoothness of it, the subtlety of it, nothing jumps out at you. Yeah, yeah. Everything is balanced, balanced for you, you know. And that's, and I think that's what makes this real good is the balance in all fairness. Because you can ask, you can tell yourself, okay, you know what? Right now, I want to taste the sweetness. Hmm, I taste the sweetness. Mm-hmm. Right now, I want to taste a little bit of the oak. I can taste. That's a good it. point. You you can pick yeah. out what you want. Kind of like when you listen. If you're a musician and you're a drummer, you hear the drums when you listen to the song. If you're a guitarist, you hear the guitar. Yeah. When you when you listen to this, you can actually pick out what elements you want to enjoy. Dude, and the art behind that for someone to distill something, know that we're gonna put it in this type of barrel for this amount of time, wow. and we're gonna get these. Yeah, that's and that's a craft. Mm. Yeah, that that's up there with tears. Yeah, that one's up there. And with I bet tears. they. Uh, it's just a different flavor, yeah, yeah. but it is up there. I... And I bet they, you know, I bet there's distillers that go around, they tap a barrel, and they just have a sip, and they're like, "Yeah, that's not it. We it's can, not ready yet. Yeah, yeah, it's not ready, and we're gonna wait till it's ready." How's that job? That's crazy. Bro, that's the right job there, I man. want. I saw a thing on how it's made, and they had the guy, you know, he's like, oh, his job is to taste tequila all day. I'm like, man, I don't, <laughs> I don't know which, when he met the devil and sold uh, his soul, but. Um, yeah, but I mean, at that point, then, you know, I, it sounds like a great job, but at the end of the day, it's all disappointment until you had the one solution. Yeah. I feel like I might, I wouldn't enjoy that as much. Yeah. Well, you know what? And that's the funny enough. thing, because I used to paint cars for a living, and I owned a, um, I owned a, uh, auto body shop that was mobile. Yeah, it's a franchise, and uh, I would go to go to car dealerships, and I would say, okay, well, instead of you having to send that car out for four days to the body shop, I can take care for a few in one day. Yeah, and I would do that, and I would just do exactly my body shop. But I come to them now. I can't look at a car without looking at the side turn. And go, yep. okay, that car's been yep. painted. Yep, I can see. Yep. I can see um, a little bit of uh, fish eye in it. I can see a little bit of 
side tone. I can see a little bit of orange peel. Yeah. I can't look at a car and not go, oh my God, that's been painted. Yeah. And even, I went to Lexus one time. I really wanted a Lexus really, really bad. And the general manager was a friend of mine at the time. And uh, there was this nice um, GS that I really liked. Like, perfect, I'll take it, right? And so the salesman, who was also a friend of mine, went, so we're going to take it. I'm like, but I, I want you to do me a favor. Say, can you find out why this rear door was painted? He's like, yeah, I'll take, I'll find out for you. Because there was one tiny red dot mm -hmm. in the black paint. Okay, I'm like, okay, that's not a factory thing. Mm -hmm. That wasn't, you know, maybe those things. I said, and it, all, all I care about is, just, I don't, I'm going to buy it. Just tell me why. The general manager was like, that car hasn't been painted. I'm oh, like, shit. I'm like, bro, but it has. Like, no, no, it's not been painted because if it was painted, it wouldn't be on her. Blah blah blah. And she started going off on on this thing. I see. Goes, and he said, um, he goes, I guarantee you, it's not, it's not. He goes, he goes, we'll pull up the Carfax, and if it shows that it's never been painted, you're gonna buy the car. I said. I agree. As long as you agree that if it says that it was painted, you're going to give it to me. He's like, well, I can't do that. I said, then how can you for how can you say 100% the car had been painted? Yeah. You don't know. Yeah, exactly. So and, and and I felt so bad because my friend who was a salesman lost out on a sale because I said, yeah. you know what, I'm out. And I went to Infinity, and they treated me so good. And every yeah. car I've bought since then has been an Infinity. <laughs> but again, that's where you go to the point of of saying, okay. Could you just do me a favor and look? Don't tell me no beforehand. Right. You know, so I can't look at a car without seeing it's been painted. So I can't ever drink tequila again after this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a That's gift and a curse. So I'm good. that way with beer, man. Like I, oh, I, I wish. Know. Look, I wish I could be a beer con, like a, a beer connoisseur, dude. I just, I grew up. Fuck, we all grew up in the same area. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. You and I did, and it's like I grew up drinking the worst shit, and like I just got a taste for bourbon and got away from beer because I just. Hated Dude, I'll be honest with you. All the shitty stuff we drank all the time. I hope I don't get hated on for this comment, but like sometimes, like, like, well, I won't buy anything that's not like craft or like, you know, yeah. but yeah. I've been to like, like, you know, we'll go to a bachelor party or something and they throw me a beer. And sometimes it's nice to just enjoy a fucking. Like, yeah. when we go to Texas, like a Lone Star, like I love a fucking you know Lone why? Star. Because you know what you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> you don't pick yeah. it in a park. You're not right, picking it right, you're right, like, right, right, like right, that's right. why. And you know what? Yeah. That's why we go to McDonald's. Because we know that the Big Mac yeah. is going to taste a certain <laughs> right, way. We're right. not going to, we're going to feel bad about it yeah. afterwards, but yeah. we're still going to do it. And every time I go to these craft breweries, I'm legit picking these, these yeah, beers apart for good and bad. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, how did they get this in here? Like, that's cool. Or I'm like, man, you know... They, they mess something up well, here type thing. You mentioned, um, we're going to wrap up here in a second, guys, because we're already like an hour and a half. Fuck, I want to keep going. But yeah. all right, you well, we'll keep going. We'll just you turn it off. You, yeah. you mentioned uh, Rodrigo earlier, and we'll definitely get him on next show because we're talking about doing a Mescal episode. So yeah. let's just add him in the fucking mix, man. Let's do it. Well, let's, yeah, I'll talk to him, man. We can do something. Yes. Like a, yeah. He's a... Uh, He's, he's the Mescal expert. Yeah, just like here. playing so drums. I don't know anything about it. I'm nothing. down to try yeah. it. Yeah. Just like playing drums, I taught myself about tequila yeah because when i first started i bought the you know the 1800 and i bought the mix and i bought the lime and i bought this and it didn't i didn't like it yeah. i'm like okay I, this is not good it's not what i remember having when i went to you know to the mexican restaurant or something it didn't taste right and so over time i developed the palate i developed the thing and i realized okay certain tequilas i don't mix with anything because by itself room temperature this doesn't have to be chilled Room temperature by itself, any time, it's worth enjoying. Yeah. yeah. And that's something I thought about, too, because, you know, the first two episodes we did, I brought ice. And I was like, I don't need 
fucking ice. Yeah, this is real ice. shit, man. Yeah. Like, I don't need ice anymore. I don't need anything but a cup. Yeah. Hell oh, yeah. Man. Well, Good any, shit, guys. Any, any final thoughts, man? Anything you want to talk about that we haven't yet? Uh, we still got some time. I just don't want to roll. Say, we can roll for five fucking hours. I'm ready. Come down. We, we need to uh, <laughs> keep doing this, man, for sure. Oh, yes. Oh, I honestly think <clears throat> if you post this somewhere and people have, you know, there's a comment section, people, please put in what you would like us to try. Yeah. yeah, because you and all three of us are like, okay, what should we try? And we're we're only going on our own personal thing, but maybe somebody would be like, you know what? I've always wanted to try uh, Patron honey. <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted, you know, yeah, I've always yeah, wanted to try, like, uh, you know, something uh, like that. And and hey, I'll fucking do it if but, someone asks. But and that thing is, you know, let let's find out, you know. I guess didn't I give you some Patron honey? You gave me was some. It, worth it, it was honey. It was, was it, it was a Patron honey. Was it worth a fuck? It was good. Okay. It was I, good. I, I, I could it. taste the honey. I never tried it. It was good. I drank it. It was good. You know, it wasn't this. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, uh, uh, it was It was more of a bachelorette party tequila. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. more like, hey, let's put some honey in some tequila right. and see who buys it. Right. You know, um, it it wasn't um, uh, Corlejo. And, and I will tell you this, what's really interesting is I love Corlejo so much. Um, and... When I got on one of those groups to hear people oh, they hate on piss it, on it they so hate hard, on it. They do, man. I'm like, bro, I don't know really? About these groups, man. Like, yeah. And what's funny is they're all fucking gavachos that are doing. <laughs> uh, that's white people for those of you who don't know. Um, they're all pendejo gavachos saying, oh, this that, and then they show a picture of their um, collection, and they've got four bottles of this, six bottles of that, and they're all inside of a cabinet. And none of them are open. Well, you know what? That's like telling me you know about sex, but you ain't never been in the harem room because you ain't never gone in there. Okay, so don't tell me what you think. I want to know if you drank it. No yeah. shit. No yes. shit. No, I feel you. No, I, I, look, that's what I've noticed about that. I, I joined some bourbon collectors because I still have some really nice bourbon and if we do do that bourbon show I have a really nice let's do it that we can open up for that one yep. I've been holding on it's about a $300 bottle I've had for about five years now um, but and yeah dude I, I'm down for this shit we'll keep it rolling I think that, I, have, I have one question though yeah okay what I want to know is do the, do the listeners want to hear us only talk about tequila or do they want to hear us talk about things that tequila makes us talk about I feel like that uh, if this was just a um, review podcast then have a different demographic. I feel like these people yeah. enjoy hearing about because I feel like life, once we you talk start, about life and yeah, stuff. When you, start, yeah. when you start drinking, you actually have real conversation. That's what we still enjoy about alcohol, right? It's like when you get together with your homies, you drink, you have a good time, you right. let loose, like all the stressors go away, and we have real conversation, and, right. and that's what, what, what I enjoy. What from what from my childhood is this smell in this tequila? There's a smell in this tequila. From my childhood, I don't know if maybe it was elementary school, maybe it was um, uh, a candy treat I got at the end of a t-ball game at the concession stand. You got a different childhood than me, so I'm there, not sure. There's there's a there's a, a flavor in here that takes me back, and maybe You're it just was making me drink more, man. And may, well, you know what? And maybe it was because I grew up. You know, I, I spent summers you know, with my grandparents. It could be. Um, it has a, it's a, maybe it's a mix of a churro and some tequila. I don't know, man. It's, it's you know, the first time I had a churro was when I went to Disneyland, and I was like, "Ooh, what is this?" And my mom's like, "It's a churro. Don't worry about it." Because <laughs> um, <laughs> we called them rosettes, or, or we called them uh, um, uh, sopapillas. Um, you know, that were fried. But uh, these, th- there's, there's a flavor and a, there's a. Okay, I'm gonna, 
there's a feeling in this tequila. And I got to I, I gotta love Jose because he's brought two types of tequilas that have made me um, really not just enjoy, but think about what is it specifically about this that I'm enjoying so much. Yeah. It's not just the fact that, oh, it tastes like caramel. It's not. It's just not the, the fact that the Tears of Llorona, t- you know, reminding me of a Christmas fireplace. There's something specifically in each of these tequilas that I'm drawn to. Yeah. And I'm almost like Indiana Jones trying to figure out what is it, it this about. This one is definitely like, for me, I just keep going back to like toasted marshmallows. Like what I keep and I hate marshmallows. I, I don't so like go marshmallows figure. either. There's but. a sweetness to it, man. That's just. But it's it's a it's not a sugar sweet. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a um oh it's a uh not a bizcocho sweet. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like a sugar. It's almost like a sugar cinnamon cinnamon yeah. kind of sweet. It's a holiday. It's a holiday flavor. It's not something you get every day. Right, right. Uh, as my wife would say, it's like the uh, buntinis that she gets at the nothing bunt cake. Yeah. The, the uh, pumpkin uh, buntinis. <laughs> it's really um, good. But yeah. it's it's gorgeous. It is. I don't know. Honestly, want to say, I kind of like this better than tears. I do too. Oh, I, I think, think here's I, my thing. I like it, but I think it's it's tears from the valley. I don't know. I think it is, dude. I feel like it is because it's two completely smell. different flavors. But you know, but tears is the multiple barrels kind of right. Yeah, and it's like I think five years, right? Yeah, I like look yeah. like they're really. This good. is a reposado. Yeah. 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 Oh my yeah. god, this is just a reposado. Okay, hey, if anyone wants right. to donate a bottle of this, you know what? Yeah. You know we'll what? Take I'll it. Tell you if you would like to donate a bottle here in Yeho so we can review, we most definitely give you our utmost honest wow, opinion because yeah. this shit right here is amazing and i and i still too i'm almost i'm a 99 sure that i've had this in a shot and i absolutely did not appreciate it because some dumbass just bought it and said hey we're yep. gonna shoot this with most expensive Which, tequila you it got it even here. pisses me off more now yeah. thinking about that and it's gorgeous it was just i might as well just had this it's red you know that was fucking 40 bucks it's absolutely gorgeous too it's it, it looks like a uh, uh the pharaoh had it on his throne it's yeah and all those gorgeous. bottles are handcrafted which is wild. Well, now I'm going to have to buy a different thing when I go That's to Dallas. Yeah. Look, guys. Always a pleasure. Bro, I love you so stuff. much. Thank oh, you so yeah. much for last, last thoughts. Any last thoughts? Well, I tell you what. I've been working harder than a, a Mexican roofer after a hailstorm. <laughs> so today, spending time. Again, this is worth spending time with you and you and enjoying it. And thank Hell you yeah. both for the time. And if you all are going to drink... Drink responsibly, yeah. but enjoy it and drink for a reason. So. Yep. Expand your palate. Just yeah. get out there and try some good stuff and see what you can. I know we sound like total nerds out here. We're like, <laughs> I pick up this and I pick up this, but God. you'd be, you know, and, and the, the thing about it is sometimes people are afraid to say like, oh, I taste this and this. Yeah. You're not wrong. It's your palate. That's yeah. what you're tasting. Thank you. That's you're what not you're, wrong. If you like yeah. it, like it. Who gives a shit yeah. what anybody else says? Right. If you like it, like it. Yeah. And don't, and don't, don't apologize for it. Don't try to say, well, this is why. Because you live your life and you yep. enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yep. Hey, we'll leave it right there. Thanks, everyone. Awesome, my brother. <laughs>